The conference championship games have come and gone. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady, and the Kansas City Chiefs, led by Patrick Mahomes, are going to the Super Bowl. And it will be one for the ages. An all-time great quarterback, the greatest of all time at quarterback, facing a off against the man who looks to usurp his title. But how did we get here? How did the Buccaneers and Chiefs make it the biggest stage? We at Thigmanique are here to look back on the conference championship games this week and give you our thoughts on them. Starting things off, let's head up north to Green Bay. And I pride myself as someone who deals with truths. I don't talk about fiction. As someone who won the Buccaneers to win, I am capable of saying the officiating in that game was horrible. It was objectively terrible at all facets. The line judge, terrible job, missed several false starts. Every referee looking downfield missed pass interference on both teams. But the biggest play of the game, the third down, which was called holding on the defense, was the correct call. You cannot grab on the back of someone's shirt and have that much stretch on and expect not to get called. And I understand the Packers' anger. They have a right to be angry. But there are better people to be angry at than the officials who made the correct call on that play. If Aaron Rodgers takes off on that third down and gets some yardage or even gets in the end zone, it is a completely different game. If LaFleur decides, hey, we have the best quarterback in the league, the league MVP, taking the ball from the center. We are going to go for it and win the game or tie the game and not let Tom Brady have the ball back. You are not in that situation. I understand you were angry about the officials, but you have to look at Aaron Rodgers and, to a much greater degree, the coach and the decisions that were made that game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers made mistakes. They are a flawed team, and frankly, I don't see how they beat the Chiefs. But they belong in the Super Bowl, based off the outcome of that game. Before I get into everything that was wrong with the game, let me say a few things to preface that. I do not think the Packers were robbed by the refs, Isaiah, and I do not think they had the win ripped away from them like some Packers fans may feel. They needed to play better. You can't let Scotty Miller blow by you for a touchdown at the end of the second quarter, which I think was honestly the early nail in the coffin for the Buccaneers and Packers. And if you are Aaron Jones, you need to protect the ball on the first drive coming out of halftime. You can't fumble that ball. That gave the Buccaneers even more momentum, and the Packers still almost came back and won. Another one is that St. Brown needs to catch the two-point conversion. If he catches that two-point conversion, they're put in a much better position later in the game. And finally, the Packers, as you alluded to, should have put the ball in Rodgers' hands on fourth and goal and let him try and tie it. As everyone's talked about, there really was no incentive to kick the field goal because you still had to stop Brady no matter what. And the last time Brady had a chance to ice the game, he kicked MVP Mahomes out of the playoffs the Packers did not execute at a high enough level again there to be true outrage in my opinion that they are not the ones in the Super Bowl that being said there were a few things very wrong with this game the Greffs greatly affected how the game played out in general they were simply not calling any penalties there were several offensive holding calls mitts throughout the entirety of the game on both teams on the play where there was the penalty on the pass interference you could see the Packers defensive end getting held I don't know if it was worse or for his other tackle but he's clearly being held and that wasn't called the Packers also false started a few times you see it on tape clip was going around Twitter that wasn't called and if they call the pass interference on the Aaron Rodgers interception at the end of the second quarter the Bucks do not get a touchdown heading into halftime and then the penalty that iced the game this penalty purely just makes me angry and irritated 
irritated with the refing because of the calls I just mentioned. You're going to not call everything throughout the entirety of the game, and then you're going to call this. There were other blatantly obvious penalties that the averagest of average viewers could have picked up on. And then you call this when it decides the game, takes the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands again, doesn't let him go down and get it. Just kind of irritated me. And for my final thoughts to wrap up the game, when it comes to how the Bucks played and how they executed in general, they kicked ass in the first half. Brady was efficient. They had great average starting field position and established themselves. On the game, I think their average starting field position was 37 yards. In the second half, however, I think Brady played very poorly. Two of his interceptions were clearly his fault. Anyone saying two weren't his fault, they need to get their eyes checked. Throwing into double coverage, underthrew it to Mike Evans with pressure in his face, not smart throws. If that's any other quarterback in the NFL, let's say Jimmy G, Daniel Jones, Cam Newton especially, Pats fans complain about that all year, even say Dak Prescott, they're raving about how that throw is terrible. That was a bad throw by Tom Brady. And why I think the Bucks won the game, this will give them an even better shot at winning the Super Bowl, is how well Shaq Bear and JPP played. They were taking the Packers offensive tackles back to elementary school. Shaq Barrett had three sacks, two TFLs, JPP, two sacks, two TFLs, and they both combined for six QB hits. The Bucks defense, and these two players specifically, won them that game and helped them finish out the game. I think that should have been talked about more, not so much that Brady's in his 10th Super Bowl. Shaq Barrett and JPP were phenomenal. Well, when Shaq Barrett and JBP make 10 Super Bowls, they'll probably get talked about the same as Brady, but obviously Brady is going to be the center of conversation. And you do feel bad for our pal Billy Turner, backup left tackle for the Green Bay Packers, had to come in, play against one of the best defensive fronts in all football in a playoff game, under a little bit of pressure, I'd say, based on the fact he was getting smoked all night. But got a little help from the refs, got a few false starts, up and he still was losing. That really is a testament of the skill of the Bucks defensive line. Let's mosey on over to Arrowhead Stadium and the tragedy that befell my man Josh Allen. And I'll be the first to admit it. Like I said, I deal with truths, not fiction. I can be a big boy and admit that Josh Allen played a very sorry first half of football for his standards. He was missing throws he normally makes, underthrowing, overthrowing. He didn't get rid of the ball. He took many, many costly sacks. And ultimately, the burden of this loss will fall upon his shoulders. And I'm okay with that as a Josh Allen fan. I got no issues with assigning blame where it's due. Blaming him solely takes away from the Chiefs' defense. They had a secondary performance, which I did not expect. I thought guys like Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs would be open all night. Stefan Diggs was locked in a prison cell. And maybe because one of the bones in Cole Beasley's leg was broken, but he didn't look like a giant factor either until later in the game the second half when they passed every down. In the day, the Chiefs were the better team. Their defense was the real takeaway from us. Obviously, the Bills have a sort of lackluster defense compared to the other teams in the playoffs. But the Chiefs' offense is the Chiefs' offense. I don't need to sit here and tell you how great it is. Kelsey, Mahomes, Hill. They're going to score on you. And they're going to score on the Bucks. All in all, great win by the Chiefs. Josh Allen will be back at least in the AFC Championship game. But unless he greatly improves his play, he will never get through Patrick Mahomes. He calls himself a big boy, but he blocked me when the Bills were getting run out of the state. Stadium, you know, but we don't we don't need to talk about that too much. Isaiah, the Chiefs showed everyone on Sunday why we should never be worried about the incredible amount of 
of one-score games they were finishing out the regular season with. They were simply sleepwalking through the finish, and they finished the regular season with a 14-2 record. They were still winning those games. That's what we should have been worried about. They would have won by a very wide margin against the Browns had Mahomes not entered concussion protocol, and they just blew out the hottest team in the NFL. The Bills had won 11 of their last 12 games. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs were one of the most dynamic, if not the most dynamic duos in the NFL. They were incredible all year long, and the Chiefs made them look like they were the furthest thing from the second best team in the AFC. The moment well, I, think, I think more so Josh Allen made them look like the furthest team from the second best team in the AFC. That could be too. I think you kind of said this, Isaiah. Appeared too big for Josh Allen. He tempted throws that were more characteristic of his first two years. Did not seem as calm, cool, and collected as he had been a week prior. He's throwing a lot into coverage when he typically doesn't and looked kind of rattled out there. The Chiefs did not run as much as I thought in our prediction video. I thought they were going to run the ball down the Bills' throat. They decided not to do that. The Bills' defense was healthier than it had been all year, and they still weren't able to sniff a stop. The Chiefs were running around them. When the Chiefs are functioning at that high of a level, I don't know who can beat them. The thing that really hurts the Chiefs is that they did lose Eric Fisher, in which that's going to hurt them greatly in the Super Bowl, especially the show the Bucks put on, getting pressure off the edge on Aaron Rodgers. So that's the worst thing that happened to them in this game by far. It sucks that he's out there. But to all the Bills fans out there, I think the Bills are going to be back better than ever next year. They have a ton of cap space. They have Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Josh Allen's going to continue to build upon his successes this season. And I think they're going to give Patrick Mahomes another run for his money next year. This is simply a test run for the Bills. Josh Allen's first true run through the playoffs. And the entire Bills Mafia should be thrilled with what they're able to accomplish this season. I like her trying to say nice things about Josh Allen. And it does behoove me to note that if you look at Josh Allen's first three years in the league, first year in the league, he was a running quarterback. He had a giant arm, couldn't hit the broad side of a barn, was scrambling, hurtling Anthony Barr. Second year, improved his accuracy a little bit, still certainly a running quarterback, bigger threat with his legs, team's game plan against that. And then you look at the development this year, the completion percentage, the yards, the touchdowns, the not relying on his legs, but still being able to use them when it's called upon. And you look at what he did in his first two playoff games this year. Josh Allen has an amazing career trajectory ahead of him. Patrick Mahomes has gotten there first, maybe due to him being a better talent, maybe due to him being under Andy Reid, the best offensive-minded coach in the league. Josh Allen has a very bright career ahead of him. That has been our video. Look forward to our Super Bowl predictions coming up. Who do you think is going to win in the Super Bowl? Stay tuned for hours, like the video, subscribe, and we will see you in the next one.